Dynasty Battlefield, where we discuss and debate two or more players similar in ADP against one another in a battle to determine the best player for your Dynasty squads. Please subscribe to our channel. Welcome everyone to today's episode of Dynasty Battlefield. In these episodes, uh, in these episodes, we'll be discussing player value and players that are similarly ranked in ADP. Uh, we'll be discussing those, trying to give you guys an advantage in your drafts, or at least a deeper look at the players themselves uh, to help you decide between the two players in this range. Um, I'm your host today, Thomas Tyrell. You can find me on Twitter at DynastyBfieldTT. Um, and then I'm also joined today by my co-host and my Dynasty nemesis, my brother, my best friend, Jerry. And I will let him introduce himself. And Yeah, obviously, last name's still the same, Tyrell, Jerry Tyrell. You can find me on Twitter also <coughs> at uh, DynastyBfieldKT. <coughs> and... No, that's you're good. You're good. So uh, we also uh, we also are running a uh, commissioning service over at DynastyBattlefield.com. You can find us on Twitter at uh, at Dynasty Battlefield. Pretty simple. So yeah, um, we uh, thought we'd get together and uh, compare players who are at uh, similar ADP. So whenever you're uh, in these in uh, in your startups for the season and um, Kind of give you a little guide on our thoughts on players in a particular range, on who we would take and why we would take them. Sometimes we agree, uh, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we have a mind meld where we're thinking the same thing, and then sometimes we're on completely opposite ends of the spectrum. So we'll see where we're at today with the two players that we've chosen. Um, today we've chosen two players that. Uh, um, like I said, obviously similar ADP, but um, today we've got Thomas is going to present a uh, position on one player. I'm going to present a position on another player that we would take in this range. Uh, so today we've chosen um, to pit uh, Tariq Cohen, running back Chicago, uh, versus Alexander Madison, running back out of Minnesota. So both of these guys have similar ADP, right around 110, 109. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna get into uh, get into that. So absolutely. Without further ado, um, let's, yeah, let's, let's get, get into it. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, uh, good intro. Um, just some background on us, real quick. Just to let you know that you know we've been playing fantasy football for over 20 years, um, and we've been playing uh commission not only playing but commissioning leagues uh our home leagues for over 20 years uh moved completely to dynasty 10 years ago and um as most people in dynasty are we're huge enthusiasts of, of fantasy football and especially dynasty football um nothing like it could never get quite get that feel with a redraft league and or the keep a league weren't enough and so it was time for us to hightail it to dynasty and we've been here for 10 years and yep. uh thought this would be a great way to uh, just like a great little outlet for our for our passion uh, and the thing we enjoy the most or one of the things we enjoy the most in life. So with all that being said, we'll go ahead and get into the, the player comparisons. Uh, I uh, when we kind of discussed uh, picking players in this range, uh, I wanted to go and uh, 
take Cohen in this instance. Um, now we're looking at these players, and like we said, in the 110, uh, 110 range. So we're looking at you know 12 team leagues. Uh, generally, we're in 12 team superflex tight end premium leagues, and um, so we're looking at these players most likely as either our last starting player, our 10th player drafted, or our first bench player. Um, so for me, at least in my experience so far, I think I've done six startups uh, this offseason, and I've found myself with Cohen a couple times um, in those drafts. I feel like where he's being taken is great value. We're looking at someone who's been in the league for three years. Uh, uh, like I said, these are full PPR leagues. He's, you know, uh, his target share is 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 uh, amongst the best uh, for running backs uh, for his team. Uh, he's, you know, his snap percentage has gone up, increased every year. He's just now hit 50% of offensive snaps. Uh, also plays 20% of special team snaps. Uh, so I don't know if your leagues allow for punt return yardage or kickoff return yardage, but he's going to chip in there occasionally just to add a little piece on top each week, um, which in my opinion is something that can differentiate uh, significantly, can differentiate between players, even if it's just, you know, point and a half a game. We uh, tend to look at players like that and say, man, you know, like uh, if you're comparing two other like other players, you look at them and over time, you know, like point and a half, you're thinking well, that's that's nothing. That's, you know, it's 30 points of 30 points a year or whatever. Um, which is seems insignificant until you look at the final rankings and then you're like, oh, this guy finished as RB12 as opposed to RB18 or whatever, right? Um, so those those points are, there's no such thing as an insignificant point, right? Uh, if we're looking, and this is my argument, part of my argument for Cohen is if we're looking for points, if we're looking for someone that we can count on that has a decent floor, right? This guy, he averages uh, four and a half, yeah, uh, four and a half catches a game. So we're looking at a, like in a PPR league uh, for someone who is could be potentially my uh, fourth running back or my first bench player. I'm looking at a solid floor here. Five. I'm looking at an, an eight to ten point floor each week, uh, and that's kind of what I'm looking for in that in that spot. So um, just off the that. top, that's that's one reason. Those are those are some very early reasons why I would want to take Cohen in this range. And, uh, and I can let you go ahead and talk about Madison for a few minutes and then we can, you know, you can kind of counterpoint some of the things I said, and then I can counterpoint some of the things you yeah. said about Madison. Absolutely. Uh, but that's kind of where I stand on Cohen. And that's why I would take Cohen in this spot. I, I can, I can see that. Um, you know, as I was watching film on Cohen, um, um, I liked I liked what I saw. Like so, it's not a disparage on Cohen on why I would take uh, um, Madison at this point. It, Cohen is somebody that I would uh, look at, and uh, but I find myself targeting Alexander Madison just because I love the uh, I love his style uh, his style of running back. You know, uh, was he five eleven two twenty? Where Cohen is a little bit smaller than that. Cohen is five six, five six, one ninety one. 
you know, and as I was watching film on both of these guys, their both of their games were pretty similar. Uh, they're, uh, they have a good, they have good field vision. Uh, there's a couple of mistakes that, you know, uh, didn't make the, you know, couple of mistakes on reading where the, uh, zone blocking was going uh, a couple of times I noticed on, on Cohen, but as the season, as the season progressed, he got, he got much better with that with less mistakes. But, um, whenever I'm looking at a running back, I like to hone in on a specific, uh, body type of running back. Obviously, you have to have the skills to go with that body type. Um, but, you know, the, uh, with Alexander Madison, I just love his shiftiness, the way that, uh, the way that he reads, uh, reads the blocking scheme. Um, he's behind a excellent offensive line. And that's one of the reasons why the Vikings, uh, staff selected Madison is because he did such a great job of reading the the blocking the zone blocking and that's something that uh, uh, Minnesota does quite a bit they go inside outside outside zone and at Boise State Alexander Madison excelled at that very shifty and he powers through the end of the run where I noticed that you know Cohen size doesn't allow him to do that, to power through the end of that run. Because um, it's usually going to take one or two guys to take down Madison. He's not going to go down easy. Where Cohen, smaller guy, you know, um, if if they can catch him, when they do catch him, he goes down He goes down easy. But Cohen is, Cohen is pretty fast. One thing I did notice is that Cohen's touches did go down from the previous year. His uh, his receptions got uh, he got a little bit more receptions, but his rushing, uh, his overall rushing went down a little bit. Now with Madison, we don't have a large uh, sample size per se because it was his rookie year. He is behind Dalvin Cook, which is one of the um, one of the top what say five five to eight running backs depending on your preference um so he is behind uh, a great uh, nfl running back where cohen he is sharing the field more with um why am i drawing a blank here david montgomery david montgomery yeah absolutely why why did i draw a blank there it's terrible but uh, but yeah, he is sharing the field with Montgomery because they drafted Montgomery to be the heavier heavier back there to carry more of the workload. Where Cohen is, you know, uh, more of the receiving back per se. Alexander now Alexander don't doesn't have uh, you know all of the the numbers per se just yet, but because like I said, he's behind Cook. Um, but with with the news that uh, Cook could potentially be holding out. I can see Alexander Madison, his ADP is definitely going to rise uh, as we get closer to the season. So as we're seeing him being drafted at, you know, uh, uh, the 110, 109 spot, I guarantee you as the season approaches and if Cook holds out, he uh, his ADP is going to be on the rise because – Alexander Madison, I think that he has the skills to be an RB1 uh, if uh, Cook goes out or if Cook even gets hurt. Because I know that uh, last year we got a full season of Cook, but the prior uh, two years 
you know, he had he had injury issues. And I think that's one of the reasons that they drafted Madison in the uh, in the third round last year um, is for a little bit of insurance, a little bit of insurance in case in case Cook does go down. So um, that's why I would be selecting Madison here, not necessarily because of the uh, the the stats that he's got per se, but more of the upside here. So um, Cohen would be your you know uh, your depth where Madison would be, you're drafting him for more of the upside at that point. Yeah. A um, couple of things. I think, uh, well, I think you're trying to compare the players and uh, compare them as if they're in the same role. And okay. I, I think just starting there um, has, has thrown me off the track because um Cohen is not – he's not the guy who's going to get the carries. He's he, – you know, he's hes going to be the target guy. Uh, he's going to be a satellite – not a satellite back because, like, he can share the field with Montgomery. Mm-hmm. He can be – they put him in the slot. He, they move him out in motion, right? I think uh, just looking at his target numbers uh, from last year mm-hmm. – yeah, I've lost those somewhere. But uh, I know, like, I, I do agree – he was targeted 104 times with 79 receptions. So that right. got a pretty good target right. there. Absolutely, 104, 104 targets. Uh, so this is where his value is. His rushing is down, and um, I think the that the narrative throughout the season last year was that uh, that Matt Matt Nagy had kind of lost his play calling mojo. And that offense was in shambles for, for weeks on end, and they weren't using Cohen the way they had used him uh, the prior season. And you made mention of, like, his rushing attempts being down. Yep. Um, but as I mentioned, his snap percentage is up. So they kind of rectified it at the end of the season, and uh, down the stretch he was averaging close to seven catches a game mm-hmm. um, that, that brought that uh, uh, average up close to where it was close to five a game for the full season. Um, and so from that perspective, I think you almost presented a false argument because they're like, they're not comparable in that way. Like, mm-hmm. yes, uh, Madison's definitely a better running back than Cohen. Right. Uh, but Cohen's not being used out of the backfield in that way. He's being, you know, he's, he's more of the, uh, go in motion and get one-on-one with the linebacker and we'll dump the ball to you. Um, at least, you know, that's what it definitely looked like sure. on film, that that's kind of how they were using him. And uh, I think the numbers back that up. Uh, also thing I'd like to mention is that um, durability, you know, um, Cohen hasn't missed a game in three years. Madison was already hurt and missed three games last year as a rookie, um, which is not encouraging. Um, and they don't use him out of, out of the backfield at all. So, um Although you would expect his snap percentage to go up, right? He only played 20% of the snaps last year, um, given that Dalvin Cook is potentially holding out. Um, so they're probably maybe going to look at trying to work him in the offense more. And to his credit uh, last year, when you watched Minnesota, if you weren't paying attention, like you couldn't tell if it was Cook or Madison in the backfield, right? They, they look similar. Um, they have actually similar physical features with the hair coming out of the back of the helmet and they're similar size. And like you, like you pointed out, he's great at reading the holes and finding where those things are. Um, so there wasn't like a huge 
it looks as the offense looks the same, right? They don't do anything different because of Cook not being in the game. Um, but there was an opportunity at the end of the season when uh, Cook did go down for a couple games near the end of the season, and um, I don't think he showed out great. I don't, um, I didn't look into those numbers to you know to uh, to better illustrate my point. So I could be completely off base, but because uh, I don't know how the how the game script went in those games that Cook missed. But Madison uh, looked like he scored about about 12 points per game in the two games that Cook missed completely. Um, but I agree with you that the talent, on talent level, these guys are comparable. If not, Madison may have more talent, right? Um, but uh, I think from from my perspective in this position, uh, where, where I'm drafting, I'm looking for backs who catch the ball. Right. That's usually how my teams are going to look. So some of this is personal preference on how you build your teams. Right. Uh, because you like those you like these what could be like potentially a stud, like potentially a stud running back, uh, at least in, at least in the sense that he could be in a position in an offense that's high volume running. And he's a good player. Right. He's not a great player, but he's a good player that, you know, uh, a la James Conner a couple of years ago, given the right situation, if he can stay healthy, he's a top 10 running back. That's kind of your point. I think what you were getting at last in your argument a minute ago. Um, so I'm not going dis- to, I don't disagree with that, but my knock on that argument is that he's a handcuff. He has to have someone go down in front of him to get that production or to get that opportunity. Um, whereas Cohen already has – he has a solid role. They didn't expand the backfield any. They didn't draft any running backs. It's Montgomery and Cohen, and we know going forward that we're going to get at least 50% of the of the snap share. We're going to get 15% of target share, and I feel like – I feel pretty – I feel very comfortable with those numbers and having that person or having, uh, having Tariq Cohen – be my fourth running back or my first player that I can bring off the bench to fill in on bye weeks. Yeah, I, I can see I can see your argument uh, that you're presenting. I don't think that I necessarily present a false argument as you uh, as you've stated. However, like you said, I think I that said it's, almost false. I think it's all <laughs> I do think it's all about preference here. Because these guys are similar in um, um, play style, but I prefer – I want to – in this position, I'm, I want to draft somebody that could potentially be an RB1. I don't think Cohen has that potential to be Great. an RB1. And if he is an RB1, it will be um, – uh, it won't be long-lived. And I think that Madison – has the size and the skill to be an RB1 for, you know, maybe even a couple of years. However, you're absolutely right. There are some roadblocks uh, in his way to uh, to get to that RB1 status and that being Cook. With that being said, um, you, you kind of illustrated my point that they drafted a running back that can fill in for Cook and you won't know you don't know who's out, you know, you don't know who's out there because that offense is still going to run the same way. So regardless if uh, Madison's on the field, Cook's on the field, the defense is not going to know 
what what you're up to. But however, when you have Montgomery in versus Cohen in, you know, the defense has a pretty good idea that, you know, this might not be a straight uh, straight downhill run. It might be, you know, uh, running back out to the flat. It's going to be a passing play more than likely, something along those lines. Now, with uh, – and we've seen this in um, – with the Chargers, you know, they let they let Melly go. They didn't want to give him. They didn't want to pay him that money. Most of these uh, NFL teams do not want to pay these, uh, you know, high salaries to these running backs. So I think that uh, they they drafted somebody that can fill in that role. So if Dalvin Cook does decide to hold out, or even if he's at the end of his contract, they'll they'll you know let another team pay for him when they'll just move Madison right on up the chain and move that offense right along. So uh, that's what I'm looking for here in this position is somebody who could potentially be an RB1. Will that hurt me maybe the first year? Absolutely, yes. I will not have the running back depth that um, that, that I may need, depending on my previous, you know, eight or nine selections. Um, you know, if I'm mid you know, if I'm mid-draft, where I can nail down my running back position, I'm, I'll take a shot on Madison. If I'm late in the draft, where I'm not getting the, those top-tier running backs and uh, I may need a little depth, I would go Cohen. So, I mean, I think that I think it all depends on how your draft has gone. But both of these guys present really good upside, and I think that it really is a matter of preference. Don't, I can't say that anybody is going to win this battle based on either, either one of our arguments. However, I think that it's all just about preference. And, uh, yeah. As with a lot of players that we'll, that we'll discuss throughout yes. these shows, uh, yep. it, it, it ultimately always comes down to preference. Um, and sure. what, you know, kind of what your style is, what you like. Uh, and that's kind of where I get to. I'm usually not the guy that's going to draft Madison. Like, I'm not going to draft a guy who, unless I have Cook, you know, unless I unless I want someone to, um, I'm going to look for. I'm going to look for some production. Um, sure. And I'm going to look for, uh, like I said, the pass catching backs. Like I mean, especially in full PPR. I mean, that's just the, the floor you get is. Uh, you know, and then given, you know, just given that volume, um, just given the known, uh, given his past production, given the the known skill set, the um, the known piece that he's going to play in that offense, uh, it's not, you know, he's on the field quite a bit with Montgomery at the same time. So it's not an instance where it's one or the other with Madison, right? Um, and even though Madison, you know, the offense doesn't run differently, but it is different because, he, you know, Alexander Madison is not Dalvin Cook, right? He's not that elite running back. He's good, you know, very good and has filled in uh, well from an NFL perspective. Uh, like, you know, because they don't have to change their offense. They can run the yeah. same offense. Um, yep. But, you know, and this, this is no knock on Madison. It's just, uh, as you were saying, it's going to come down to preference. And my preference in this battle is going to be Tariq Cohen 
99 times out of 100 because of the way that I generally will build my teams. Um, so from that perspective, I'm going Cohen in this battle. Totally, and it's totally acceptable. It's it's okay to be wrong at times, and that's fine. So that's okay. You know, you know more than anybody. That's <laughs> touche, touche. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I I agree with I agree with your points. I mean, you're you're making you're making great points. But at the same time, you say that Alexander Madison is not elite. I could make that same argument with Cohen. I don't think Cohen is elite. Who has the ability Absolutely. to be elite? Is what I'm looking at, and I think Madison has the ability to be elite. Where I don't think I don't think Cohen is. Will Cohen get you some fantasy production in the uh, in the immediate future? One hundred percent. And if that's what you need, by all means, go for it. But if you've built, hopefully, you've built a solid foundation and uh, leading up to this uh, this range, this ADP range here. Uh, hopefully, you've built a solid to where you can take a shot on. Potentially having uh, an RB one, maybe possibly even this year. Like you, you don't know what's going to go with on with. But with that being said, you don't want to, you know, that have to be the deciding factor. Potentially even next year he could be an RB one. So, you know, that's kind of that's wow. kind of what I'm going for. And you say he's not elite, and I could say I'm that push back on your elite. Hang on a second, because he's not elite. Um, not he yet. Elite, he would have. Well, that's what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is talent. Like, he he's not an elite talent. He's right? not. He's a good he's player. Elite. Who can Correct. who can end up in an elite position in fantasy football? But he's not an elite talent. And when I say like when I speak okay. about talent, right. when I say yeah. elite, he's not elite like Davin Cook. Elite means like this guy is a top five talent at the position. Okay. Right? Well. We're going to get off on a tangent here because we're going to get off because I wouldn't consider Austin Eckler elite. He's a great football player. He's a great running back. Can he produce elite fantasy football numbers? Absolutely he can. And he did that. He did that with Melvin Gordon in the backfield. So to say that he's an elite, not an elite talent, um, you know, I think that's a double-edged sword. Is he elite on the football field versus is he elite on getting you fantasy points? Sometimes those are, sometimes those go hand in hand. Sometimes not so much because I would not consider Austin Eckler elite, but yet he gets elite fantasy points. I'm not arguing that point. I'm just if we're gonna. I just want you to say when you're talking about uh, a backup running back that, you know, like he's not elite talent. He's not an elite talent. I understand. Talent. Not yet. You know. I have faith that he could no, be. That's, that's, this is where we're, we already differ. Like he's not okay. ever going to be an elite talent. Like you are talented or you're not. Like that is that is in your makeup. So you're Either you're that. elite or not. No, like James Conner, is he elite or not? He's not. No. Did, he have, did he have an elite season? Yes. Is he an elite player? No. That's right. kind of what I'm getting at. Like Alexander Madison, can he have an elite season? Can he have a couple of elite seasons? Sure. Is he an elite player? No. That's what I'm getting at. I, I get what you you're say saying. You potato, potato, I, but I, I, I'm a potato, I, potato I kind of guy. That, Words I, mean I, something. But I think that you can attain elite status. I mean, like you just don't come into the league. I don't disagree with that. It's not elite, is what I'm getting at. You don't. 
Uh, no, I do disagree with that. You do, yes, you, do. you say that you coming into the into the league elite period, and if you either don't, you are to elite league. talented. Either you are elitely talented or you're not. You can develop skills. Into, I think you can you develop skills, but you will never develop talent. You either have it or you don't. You can develop skills. You okay. Have a natural, you know, you have a natural ability. And some are really, yes. some are better yes. at acquiring the skills and then replicating those skills, right? Yes. But there's like a, a universally given ability that not everyone has. That's what makes people elite, right? I mean, we're talking about, we're already talking about elite people. Like, we're, they're all elite athletes. They have to be uh, to, to right. play these positions, right? Correct. So yes. These even the guys that compare today, they're elite athletes. Totally, no under, totally understand what you're saying. I think we're splitting hairs because um, you're right. They are. They are. We elite. are splitting hairs, but that's that's the point of of this exercise is to split the hairs enough so that right so that uh, the people who are listening or the people who see this can yeah. can use those fine hairs that we're splitting to differentiate and how they want to build their team. So I think it's important that we're splitting hairs. Yeah. Right. So that's the point of the exercise. Absolutely. So getting back to Madison and yeah. Cohen and out of the sure. elite, elite, um, you know, because I think that he can be. You don't think that he can be because he's not already. I beg that's to not what I said. You're putting words in my mouth. I said he can be elite. He can have elite seasons. Absolutely. He, I, I you believe say that. He's an elite player. I think that he could. I think he could sustain uh, elite status. For what I'm saying, RB1 status. I'm not going to say elite. I think he can obtain RB1 status for several seasons. So if he obtained RB1 status in, like, if we're having this conversation in 2023, 2024, where he's put back, where he's put uh, together back to back seasons of being RB1 or, you know, close to the top tier of RB1, maybe he's the top six running back, top five running back in two years. It's very, very possible that it's where he could be drafted is what I'm is what I'm getting at. Is that I think that he has the ability to attain that. So when he when he whenever if and when that happens, we'll be having a different conversation and you'll be saying, yeah, he's elite. I cannot imagine that'll happen. I'm just saying like we just had we just had we just had five running backs enter the draft this year or enter the league this year that you would take him over him every day. Well, <laughs> so well, and I, I can't imagine that's, that's complete his position. Cause I think that's we have to talk about, we have to talk about reality. This guy is not even a starting running back. Not yet. You're already touting him as a potential. I'm not touting for two, two, can you know, like can, he could have consecutive RB one seasons. Saying, and a, a, we haven't it, even seen Dalvin Cook do that yet. So, well, you're right. I, I can envision it, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I maybe I stretched it a little bit there, but I'm just trying to illustrate my point to where like I think that any RB yeah. can can. I don't, yeah. You know, because I don't disagree with that. Gurley Gir, came into the league with all this hype, and like like he had a couple couple down years there, but and he got back on track. So during He's those down, running back. 
I know. But, that's yeah, you can't compare yeah. Madison to Gurley. <laughs> no, of course not. I'm just, you know, I'm just using, using using an example of somebody who obviously had the talent but didn't produce on the field because of one reason or another. Yeah, absolutely. But hold another know, conversation. Hold another conversation. <laughs> absolutely, right. be a good conversation. Absolutely. Well, I think we should uh, let that. We should, I think we did pretty well here. We can go ahead and uh, wrap this up, wrap this episode yeah. up uh, today, so that we don't just keep. Well, let's bring on and on because you're right. You're right. One last one last point. Um, you okay. know, because you're Cohen, I'm Madison. That's who I'm Absolutely. taking. That's who I have shares of. You've got shares of Cohen. None of Madison. I've got no right. shares of Madison because it's you know it, in this range. Me Cohen. Yeah, exactly. But what you know, we put out a Twitter poll um, and uh, got quite a few votes, yes. and it was it was almost split split down the middle. I think that our Twitter poll uh, it was. Favored to Madison, 58-42, 58-42%. And, um, you know, just overall arching point, I think that, you know, um, who was it? Uh, I'll give them them credit because they made the point. Was it at Trust Your Board? Uh, Trust Your Board podcast uh, replied to that and said uh, the perfect uh, synopsis of these two guys, which is, you know, if you need decent flex depth, go Cohen. If you want upside go Madison. And honestly, I think that's what it boils down to. It's all about what you've done prior to this, what running back, these two running backs, how it's going to fit your team. So if you're looking for upside, go Madison. If you're looking for immediate production, go Cohen. 100%. All right. With that being said, um, let's wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up today. So I want to thank everybody for viewing. Uh, listening to today's episode of Dynasty Battlefield. Remember to subscribe below. Uh, yep. Follow us on Twitter at Dynasty, at the main handle at Dynasty Battlefield. Uh, you can, as mentioned in the opening, you can find me at Dynasty B Field TT. You can find Jerry at Dynasty B Field JT. And uh, with that, if you'd like to see uh, any specific battles, you can com- put in the comments below. Uh, you can also um, you can also reach us at uh, commish, commissioner at dynastybattlefield.com. Uh, you can send us an email there. Uh, you can also go to dynastybattlefield.com, the website. Don't forget, we're hosting a Superflex uh, tight end, no, just a standard Superflex league there. Nice. Um, uh, we're looking for, for viewers and players to join us. Uh, so hit us up okay. over there as well. Absolutely. And, um, With that, we'll just see you guys on the next episode. Have a good one. Thanks for watching.